And welcome back to The Truth Hurts. I'm the host, Jake Duesenberg. It's so good to have you here. We expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media, and I can't do it alone. It's so good to have you, William. It's been like a month. We got Mr. <laughs> Straight-Laced himself, William Beck, in office today. Kind of casual, though. I mean, usually you're a little bit more dressed up. Yeah, what can I say? It's casual Thursday. Is that even a thing? Casual um, Thursday? I'm making a thing. Why not? Gotcha. I wanted to join you these last couple days, but I've been snowed in. Yeah, I know. That's uh, we, we literally called you out on air. In. You, you literally... should see my driveway. It's like a mile long. What is, what's the feedback I'm getting right now, Dawson? Yeah, do you hear that? I hear it. Is that the TV? Keep going. I'll figure it out. Weird. Let's go pull up the U.S. Congress. Let's not miss out on this thing. Am I going crazy? Am I not? Are you not getting that? You're hearing that feedback too, right? No, I hear it. Is How's it coming from it? the conference room? It might be oh. from the TV. <laughs> just a little bit of, just a little bit of fun stuff in the studio that I cannot touch. Oh, that was George Santos. Yep, George. Did you see that? <laughs> yep, I did. All right. That's what it was. I don't know who turned the volume on this TV. There's no, I don't think there's any benefit of having that on. Got it fixed. Okay. Um, day three. Last night, if you weren't watching, um, they they adjourned till, um, and this is just the prayer. So we're going to skip over it. Not that we're heathens here, but we're just going to skip over this part. I think uh, um, we want to catch you up. Because if you weren't following last night, the U.S. Congress adjourned till 8 p.m. Eastern, which is 7 p.m. our time. They uh, instantly went to the mic, the Republicans, that is, and uh, made a motion to adjourn till uh, noon today, which is 11 a.m. Central Time. That gentleman right there. Now, he's close to the mic. I can't think of his name right now. Um, I don't know if they're going to adjourn again. If they adjourn again, boy, did we really bet wrong on having a show right now. But we actually have some other stuff that we want to get into. Um, now, what is Gates doing with all the Democrats? That's interesting. It is that Gates? I don't think that is. That's Matt Gates. He's over there by Nadler. Interesting. Hmm. Um, there are a lot of things that could happen. So anyhow, they, they uh, end up adjourning or making a motion. It almost fails because Democrats are aligned against it. They want to have the shit show. And a couple Republicans voted to uh, not adjourn. Uh, came down to a 216 to 214 vote. And I think what we're looking at right there is... Uh, Lauren Bolbert on the end there. Yeah, Ro Matt uh, Massey up in the top. Oh, I didn't see Bolbert. I got the camera in the way. Looks like they got some family or friends in there with them. Right now, it doesn't seem like a deal has been struck. So at this point, we do think uh, either one of two things is going to happen. They're going to adjourn to a later date, which sucks for us. And they're going to still have to work things out. Or they're going to... Uh, um, have a vote and uh, there's a chance um, the 20 who have been labeled as holdouts I don't know why they call them holdouts honestly at this point um, maybe pick up steam pick up more votes yesterday also Representative Buck and this is before we got off air uh, I'm sorry after we got off air said that he was not going to vote for McCarthy on any future ballots and that mm. obviously didn't happen so let's turn the audio on here and let's listen in which should be recognized madam clerk i make a point of order that a quorum is not present oh this happened yesterday there's the one other lady makes a point 
present. The chair will count for a quorum. Now they need a quorum to conduct business. And it's really relevant because if there's not a if if the number goes down by a lot, Jeff and it's Republicans that don't show up, which I can't imagine this would happen. Right. Then Jeffries, the Democrat, can actually become the Speaker of the House because you need a majority of the body that's there voting. Okay? Now, if you go to our spreadsheet, I don't know if we can put this into the comment section. Um, it's on our Facebook page. Uh, you know what I'll do is I'll quickly post this on our Facebook page. That's what I'm going to do. And then you can uh, track this. Um, there's a little number here. You could just ch change the number of uh, voting members. You'll see that it's kind of in the right side. Uh, let me go. Vote tracker. So I'm just going to put vote tracker. So just go to our Facebook live stream. You'll see I put a comment there. And uh, and so if the number is lower than uh, the uh, voting members, the majority obviously drops. And right now, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrats, leading in votes. He's le led on every single ballot. So if he still has 212 Democrats there, he will be the Speaker of the House. Now, I can't imagine this would happen. Right. What I can imagine happening, William, is the conservatives that they were showing there who have a valid issue with Kevin McCarthy and the way things are done in Washington, D.C., and we're going to get a little into this, how Fox News and a lot of conservative ink have gotten this thing completely wrong. They're not listening to their base of conservatives. But um, the McCarthy faction goes to the Democrats and cuts some deal, and the Democrats go, we're not going to – we're going to have a, a block of uh, people not show up on our side, bringing the threshold down – for McCarthy to get in. So, in mm. other words, the Democrats don't actually vote for McCarthy. They just don't show up and vote at all. And so that would be the other way for this to happen. And that would be the most – I would say that's the most likely course. Do you have an opinion on that? I think that's likely, um, though that would put McCarthy in some very hot water in the future because, well, what are Democrats gaining from that? they got to get something pretty significant in order for them to really follow through. There's another uh, – way to look at it the democrats are a little worried about what the conservatives are asking for and so they are willing to play ball to get mccarthy in but then once again doesn't that expose exactly why mccarthy's a problem why why are we even at this position where mccarthy has to concede anything to conservatives mm -hmm. right isn't that just suggest he's not conservative doesn't that suggest he's just going to be the status quo if he has to concede anything that's right there the reason he shouldn't be in now, it looks like that's going to take a while to get a quorum, but what's going to be really important is what's the voting strength. So yesterday came back with a quorum as 351, which means anyone that attained 177 votes becomes the Speaker of the House. Now, we thought, oh, my God, the hit job's in. Didn't turn it. Oh, there's Santos. There's your boy. <laughs> Looking a little lost there. Hey, um, before I forget, <laughs> I can't miss this. So uh, Elon Musk has finally... Uh, entered the debate on the Speaker of the House. Are you familiar with this? This is so funny. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> I think he got a little pushback from that one. Well, now he's got a... <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, <laughs> he's now got a tweet. It's a poll. Elon Musk should stay out of politics, keep shooting his feet. <laughs> 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 and keep shooting his feet, winning by 58%. Elon Musk, I mean, you got to just appreciate the troll of that i mean like he spent that's the most expensive troll in history so what, he writes twitter 
Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. He writes, Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. <laughs> this is at 423 this morning. And then he responds, I go, subtle, but I'm beginning to suspect opinions differ on this matter. <laughs> if not McCarthy, then seriously who? And someone writes, you're going to love this, Chris, Chris Bach. George Santos should be speaker. He's a billionaire physician who's an ex-Navy <laughs> SEAL. I graduated top of his class from Harvard and Oxford. He has won 18 Olympic gold medals. The and question a guy you can trust. Here we go. on the election of a speaker. The tellers will please come forward to their seats. I mean, how great is that? That's a great line. And if you're not following us, uh, Santos, uh, Representative Santos of New York, uh, literally lied about almost every part of his resume. Which, once again, they all lie out there. I mean, why is this shocking news, right? Well, I heard George Santos was telling people that he is the speaker now. So oh. it sounds like we have a speaker. Wouldn't that be funny? It'd be speak <laughs> Well, it'd be very accurate if a liar is speaking for the Congress. <laughs> All right, once again, so they're going to tell us what the voting strength is. Now, the voting strength can change, right? Yesterday what happened is the voting strength was at 351 when they when they said there was a quorum. So, first of all, that just means there needs to be a majority. So, quorum is a majority. I think it's a majority. You know what that is in the U.S. Congress? Uh, a majority? Like a simple majority? I think it's a simple majority. I should probably know that. U.S. Congress uh, quorum. I'm pretty sure it's a simple majority. Yeah, it's 218. Mm. Um, so, in other words, if... You know, it, essentially, you can't get business done if a majority of the body doesn't want to show up. This actually came into play in the Wisconsin legislature. A lot of you guys probably remember this. This is about 10 years ago under Scott Before Walker. Before proceeding further, the chair would like to clarify that as part of the clerk's role during the organization of the House, the clerk has the responsibility to preserve order and decorum in the chamber prior to the election of a speaker. To that end, the chair would like to remind members elect of the following. Members elect should address any remarks through the chair and not to other members elect in the second person. Members elect should refrain from engaging in personalities toward other members elect. <laughs> The chair appreciates the cooperation of members of this poor woman. Can you imagine? Respecting and upholding yeah, it definitely wasn't the job description. The the <laughs> Never happened Thank before. Oh. oh, that was a popular one. And then they'll subsequently abuse that rule, right? Yeah. Why are they giving thumbs up? You seen the picture of Kevin McCarthy with the uh, For what Ukraine, reason does the gentleman from uh, Michigan button. rise? How you going now? Go Madam on? Clerk, I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy, Speaker oh, of the no. House. All right, so they brought either, in John James to do it. Yeah, either the Republican establishment is just fine with Groundhog's Day. The gentleman is right. We didn't get a number, by the way, from the quorum, did we? Thank you, Madam Clerk. So that so talk we assume it's going to be 434 votes. Than the votes we're having right now to find a speaker of the house. 133 over 2 months. Without question, the issues divide us today are much less severe than they were in 1856. 
In fact, there's far more that unite us than divide us, regardless of our political party or our ideology. The issues today are over a few rules and personalities, <laughs> while the issues at that time were about slavery and whether the value of a man who looks like me was 60% or 100% of a human being. It was a long, drawn-out, painful process, but it needed to happen. And in the end, Nathaniel Banks won by the slimmest of margins. But you know, margins don't matter when your policies are on the right side of history. On that day, long ago, the good guys won. On that day, long ago, the abolitionists won. On that day, the people who believe in freedom and self-determination won. Leading, the leading Republican nominee won then, and the leading Republican nominee will win again today. You know, it's an Since interesting comparison. The abolitionists progress. would not have been the status quo back in the day, like right? So he's like comparing them to the abolitionists that won, and yet the abolitionists were clearly the outsiders. Mm -hmm. That is a good point. Well, I'm fresh out of bad points there, mm -hmm. young William. <laughs> My family has gone from slave to right here since 1856. I mean, isn't this just beautiful theater? They, like, perfectly the planned this, you know, the speech tying in. Well, right, it's like, whose minds are they changing the with these speeches? Yeah, exactly. This is just, it's all theater. Now, listen, I don't really want to listen to this whole speech. I think what's more important is the speech for, I guess we're assuming Donald's? We don't know. Because if we want to talk about, if we want to tie this into abolition, there's actually a black... Uh, speaker of the House candidate from the Republican side, right? Well, we'll see. So far, the first day it was Jordan. Second day it was Donald's. Today it could be a whole new person. It could be a whole different person, but, you know, if we're going to go the black route, right, right if we're going to go the same thing that the left uses in identity politics, I don't care if you got a black guy introducing McCarthy you got actually a black guy running for Speaker of the House on the Republican side. You actually have two people running. One's a Democrat. There's really no way the Democrat's getting in. Mm -hmm. So, and even if he got in somehow, and that would require Republicans not showing up and voting or doing the unspeakable and voting for him, I mean, pulling a Tony Jurgens, <laughs> then really what you're doing is, uh, you know, I mean, if he gets in somehow – it's the majority party still going to control everything. If the speaker ever does something out of order, they'll rule them out of order. They have the votes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a moot point. And they can replace them, too, because they have the majority of the votes. So it's almost a moot point. It would be just – it would probably be the shortest term ever. Yes, thanks for putting that up there, uh, Dawson. I totally forgot. Um, please follow us. Okay, follow us over there on Twitter. It's at action underscore liberty. We're going to start building a Twitter – page because I, I mean i avoided twitter like the plague for the longest time right but we have got to go where free speech is welcome and twitter is probably one of the best spots right now thank god for elon must find that i didn't even know that you uh, had a twitter account now i know we just did I'm it gonna, you following it follow look at that william wasn't even following it action for liberty Ac well it's action underscore liberty action yeah there's an old account that's action underscore or action for liberty 
we don't know who still got control of that. <laughs> That's not us. Or I guess it was kind of us back in the day, but honestly, Twitter just we knew this for years. Twitter was pointless. It was just a cesspool of the worst uh, scum in politics. And it kind of still isn't to some degree. But why would we go into that awful universe of scum when we anything that we had that's important relevant was going to get censored? We knew it. We knew it on Facebook, too, but a lot of our audience was already there on Facebook and we built up the audience and Facebook wasn't as bad as Twitter. Now, I don't know what they're clapping about. I probably should have listened to that one. <laughs> I do you want me to back up? No. I, th I think if I'm kind of looking at the captions there is they alluded to some kind of point where they've already got some victory. They got some concessions from uh, Kevin McCarthy. It doesn't sound like they're ready to give up on this fight. At the highest level of government right now, I don't know what the downside of these 20 conservatives not refusing to vote for McCarthy is. I don't know what it is because honestly, you're going to get a better deal. And the fact you even have to get a deal is the point that just proves the whole point. Well, they're at a point of no return now. Yeah. Like, they've already screwed themselves over if McCarthy becomes speaker. Well, I so don't it's know in their best interest to keep voting no. Well, did they screw themselves over McCarthy becomes speaker, though? Did they? Because if they screwed themselves over, once again, doesn't that prove the point that McCarthy shouldn't be speaker? If he's vindictive, if he's going to take him off committees. No, doesn't that prove the point agreed. they're trying to make? Is you don't belong as Speaker of the House because that's the old way of doing business. They've already said he's threatened to take him off committees. Yep. And use uh, funds against him in primaries. And use funds against him in primaries. Exactly. Right. So they're entrenched. They're not going anywhere. One of the funniest uh, Fox News talking point I've heard, because Fox News has been so wrong and all this stuff, mm. is that these people have worked really hard, all these conservative activists, really hard to get Republicans elected. And now they have to deal with this. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of those people that were working to get Republicans elected didn't want just the status quo, right? Right. It's just a it's a big misread. I don't hardly ever listen to radio in general, certainly not talk radio. But uh, when I got my truck today, uh, my Bluetooth just didn't sync up right away. And I had AM 1280 on. And there's Mike Gallagher. And I used to listen to Mike Gallagher all the time. I like Mike Gallagher. Um, so I hadn't listened to him for a, quite a while. People changed their politics in 20 years. He still seems to be the conservative linchpin that he was back 20 years ago when I listened to him on my uh, commute uh, for ROTC. And uh, he says that he's like really strongly in support of these 20 conservatives. He has a poll on his page. Do you got that image ready to go, Dawson? I mean, his, his uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, it was on the spreadsheet, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Do you support the 20 Republicans who are objecting to Kevin McCarthy as speaker? 88% said yes. So he's, like, talking to all his fellow members in conservative broadcasts who, like the Sean Hansel world, are getting this completely wrong. And, like, you guys got to start listening to your audience, mm -hmm. right? Now, Mike Gallagher's probably got a very small audience compared to, like, a Sean Hannity, but I'm pretty certain Sean Hannity's audience also is going to be on board. These guys are getting it all wrong. And the way that I look at this, William, and we haven't had a chance to uh, chat about this, is essentially just going to McCarthy means that we, we're just getting the status quo. We have a long way to go. I don't know. He said something about black nominees. I don't know what he was trying to say there. 
privileged. We've lost across the country just this past cycle. And when you look at the gains that Kevin McCarthy has made uphill. Is that the best volume we have? Gavel as a minority leader in half the time. You know, the mainstream media likes to laud the leadership of Nancy Pelosi. Kevin McCarthy won the gavel back as minority leader in half the time uphill. We want to talk about people who can win. They're cutting. I mean, away I'm a Lions from fan, and, and uh, Byron Donalds, I, the I, guy I'm, going up against. That's right. Look, I'm well acquainted with snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Y'all, hmm. we need to learn how to win. We need to learn how to take a victory. And by Kevin McCarthy's leadership, he's given us victories on rules. He's given us victories on keeping costs down. He's given us victories with winning a majority back. I'm so proud to be a part of majority making class. And he's earned my trust. And hopefully it's so he'll interesting earn your that the Democrats only have one guy, Aguilera, that's ever when is, when is the last time give the endorsement speech for Jeffries. Kevin McCarthy, hmm. you're going to see that's up a good there. Point. Well, over I don't have bad points yeah, there, yeah. William. Oh, really gosh. Fresh had a bad point. What's that, Dawson? Twice now? Well, I mean, just, does he make the joke around you a lot, too, Dawson? Constantly. Yeah, but see, <laughs> I take that as a uh, insult. When you say, good point, Jake, and I'm like, well, what does that mean I don't always make good points? Every single one of you. No, it's because I'm referencing well, myself. I I never make good points, so I have to bring <laughs> it's it up. It's a rarity. Yeah, you got to acknowledge them. But, Jake, if all the points you make are good, then... Do I need to say excellent point in order to give yes. you that extra? No, yes, right. that's the, the new rule. All right. That's the new rule, William. Excellent point, okay? All right, deal. We have someone chiming in on Rumble. I am at the point where I just don't care anymore. The only thing that would please me is that Donald J. Trump would walk through the U.S. House floors and that he would receive the 218 votes. I mean, seriously, is that not the best theater ever? And Could it happen? Since well, Elon Musk can apparently run um, SpaceX, Madam Tesla... Twitter, all at the same time. I think he could manage being the Speaker of the House, too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Elon Musk isn't great on everything, though. He's not a conservative. <laughs> I know, but I'm just talking about pure entertainment. Donald oh, Trump's not good on everything, either. It's true. It's true. If we want some entertainment value, right? Well, entertainment value, I think Trump could actually win if you're serious about it. He's imagine being a Republican in Congress and voting against Trump for being the Speaker. I mean, Kevin McCarthy would have to withdraw right away. They don't need Trump to come there. They can nominate Donald Trump. Clerk, That's true. Hopefully they no keep this one brief. They've been saying the same thing for the past the three days now. Yeah, I know. It's like, well, let's, let's tune, turn it up a little bit. Madam Clerk, Madam Clerk, House Democrats are united. Not Democratic, Behind United. Behind champion of expanding <laughs> and protecting the right to vote. Since the beginning of 2021, 21 state legislatures have passed 42 restrictive voting laws. Hakeem has stood up against voter suppression and the new Jim Crow era every step of the way. That's a bold claim. Isn't it funny how Dean Phillips is sitting right behind him? Yeah, you gotta wonder why uh, it's going down that way. As we begin, right as we begin a new Congress, we need a leader who believes in strengthening democracy, who understands that to cast a vote is a sacred responsibility that should be afforded to the many, not the privileged for the select few. Hakeem understands that. 
In order for us to become a more perfect union, we can't deny the voices of individuals in a democratic process. Madam Clerk, today we affirm our support of the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and nominate. They're starting to lose the potency of the standardization. So they may as well stay standing. I can't even watch State of Union dresses because that's all it is. Right. So stupid. Um, quick question. Madam yeah. Clerk, so they're Madam trying to Clerk, put Hakeem in as the as the Speaker of the House, but if he becomes it, there's still a Republican majority, so they're not going to be able to pass anything. Why are they so excited to get him? It nominated? would be a big fu to the uh, majority party because usually you could just capture that seat. I would make the argument the Speaker of the House should be. Uh, not a what congressman. The from but Pelosi stripped the. Okay. Madam Clerk, I rise to place in nomination the name of Byron Donalds of okay. Florida. Okay, let's stick here. The gentleman is recognized. I want to begin by saying how much I have anticipated the gentleman from Michigan's arrival in this and house. Bishop's been not in the pretty Senate, reliable, but not he in was the one we weren't so certain. So. But in the house, it means that we make change. McCarthy doesn't have the votes. If you do the math, Biggs, Bobert, Bishop, yesterday, uh, we could have Gates, and Bob Good. Speaker of the United and I assume States Donalds will vote for himself. He did yesterday. Yeah, right there. That's six. What are they saying? Some showman show. I don't know what he said. <laughs> what? I got the Democrats to stand. Hear me clearly. Hear me clearly. Had the cascade of votes begun, Whoa. it would have extended to every member of this body. It could begin today. Last night, I sat within feet of Mr. Donalds as the tweet of another member-elect appeared on the screen. That member-elect wrote and sent out to America it's probably about Dan that Crenshaw. Byron Donalds is a prop. No, oh. this is Corey Bush. Yes, Bush, yep. I've spent a good bit of time with Mr. Donalds, especially lately. Crenshaw was even no more prop. outrageous. Who's the guy with the beard that was talking to him? Establishment guy. Dan Crenshaw called basically the 20 service terrorist, alluded to being terrorist, also called them enemies. And if he were a prop, he wouldn't be sitting where he's sitting. This is the tired, old, grotesquely racist rhetoric that we've seen far too long. It's a good move. So that's like that's uh, Bush. That's the lady that called. Today, um, Donald's a prop. Today, a member-elect quote-tweeted a Fox News story that incorrectly reported that I said that if I don't prevail on the question before the House, I oh, will yeah. resign. That member, that member-elect quote-tweeted that incorrect story for his own political purposes. Yeah, who is it? After the story had been corrected and the actual statement contradicting that report had been provided. 
This is the old trafficking in lies from Washington <laughs> yes. that the American people know far too exactly. well. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not leaving. Seems like there's more than five people clapping. Kevin McCarthy released yeah, you just to saw the, the block of him. So once again here, uh, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Now, he could get momentum on this, which is a story, right? He could also lose more. If McCarthy loses more, it's got to be done. To his great credit, Mr. McCarthy, McCarthy made a statement of huge significance to the country. <laughs> what are we doing here? The nominal exactly. leader of a major party acknowledged publicly that this institution is broken. And he committed to make change to fix it. So let me help my colleagues in the minority understand we are doing the people's business. That's what these three days have been about. Three days. We are committed to make change to this institution that has lost its way. It is epitomized in the $1.7 trillion omnibus rammed through this that institution just two weeks ago. That seems to be the catalyst of this whole ago. thing, too, right? I know this play had you been see, moving for months, I came but to that $1.7 trillion was like, system. hey, Mm -hmm. We're broke. We are completely broke. America We're not going to change anything unless we change the speaker. Long time too. The commitment to change it is new. The genesis of the prospect of changing it emerges from this moment and those since June that led at long last to the New Year's Eve statement of Mr. McCarthy and to these three days on the floor. America needs men and women of courage to do something new in Congress so that Congress can serve the American people. He's getting a lot of nuts from people in the back people. that have not voted his way. And they're not going to vote his and, way. And clapping for him, too. I don't know if that means anything. It might mean nothing. The Lord said, Behold, I do I feel a like new if you thing. don't clap for something that he's saying, then we need more that's Byron Donald. That's a good point. I that's know, happened a lot in the last couple of days. I know Byron. He's not a prop. He's a man of personal conviction. He arrived at his convictions through authentic and genuine life experience. People ask me, what is the end game? How does this end? The answer to this question is that this is a dynamic process. All of the decisions on this floor result from the coming together of minds, one way or another. This is the people's business. We will resolve the people's business. Mike Gallagher to left there, to the right of Byron Daniels to our And left. when we do, Byron we Donald's, will go to Jesse the Daniels mat Donaldson. for the American people. Mike Gallagher was one of the 
from Wisconsin, and he's one of the guys that introduced McCarthy yesterday. Seems to be trying to whip votes. Potential candidate for Senate in 24. Because we will be led by people of conviction. Or establishment hack. <laughs> like oh, the gentleman from Twitter Florida. Thing. That's nice. Twitter, our Twitter page Byron over there. Donald's. Action underscore liberty. I yield back. Good audio. Okay. Here comes the vote, and we learned real quickly. So you can go to our Facebook page and look at the track sh tracker. We just put on there the people who have voted, the 20 that have voted the one way. In fact, it's actually 21 because Victoria Sparts of Indiana. Indiana or Illinois? Indiana. I think it's Illinois. 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 I think you're right. Um, oh, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Mil uh, Mary Miller. I didn't recognize... I didn't know much about Mary Miller. She'd been hanging around with Massey this whole time, and that's one of the reliable votes. I think she's mm -hmm. from Indiana. Um, I mean, we're not DC insiders, so we're learning a lot of new personalities here. Plus, a lot of these people are new, right? Right. So we're gonna learn real quick. Uh, Andy Biggs will be the first vote, and obviously Bishop's a vote for Donalds. Takes five. Jeffries. All Ford. McCarthy. Assuming there's. The uh, 434 people voting. McCarthy. All but red. It, it doesn't look quite full in there. Yeah, but people Evidence. are realizing that this thing goes on forever, so they're up up on the top. Yeah, you see them. McCarthy. I mean, even Donald's was up on the top. Armstrong. So we're going to learn um, by the time we're McCarthy. through C's if McCarthy's got it or not. It sounds like McCarthy Arrington. does not have it. So the big story will be... McCarthy. You know, we're looking at Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, Lauren Bulbert, uh, Josh Brasheen, uh, Brakeen, and then Michael Cloud. Babin. Those were the five votes. If McCarthy. we get any before that, or Bacon. that w weren't those five, McCarthy. that's a big story. Bayer. Now Donald's has got momentum. McCarthy. If I'm a betting man, uh, I'm going to say the vote's going to be the same. McCarthy. Now, Buck... Balance is the guy that said to the media Jeffers. he was done voting for McCarthy Thanks. after about five. Then he voted for him on the sixth McCarthy. ballot. But he was reluctant, like, Bar. didn't vote at the original time. Then they had McCarthy. to call his name many times at the end and finally Bar voted Bar McCarthy. Again. So now if you're McCarthy people, you are working your butt off to get buck in line, Bar right? Again. Just Tom Emmer's job. Of yeah, Tom Emmer's not doing a great job as whip, is he? McCarthy. Well, I was the debate, votes real well. I was having this debate with Bill last night. I'm like, <laughs> at some point, if you're Tom Emmer, you're like, uh, I don't know how much I want to go in on McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy. All right, so we're in the Jeffers. B's. So we're waiting for Dan Bishop Bergman. of, or, I'm sorry, Bar. Andy Biggs of Arizona. McCarthy. And I can't imagine Fire. him not voting for Jeffers. Donald's. Well, he's not voting for uh, McCarthy. We know that much. McCarthy. Biggs. Donalds. There you go. And so next one's Dan Bishop. And I'm pretty sure the guy is going to vote Rappus. for Donalds because he just McCarthy. gave the speech for him. Bishop of Georgia. As we already know there. Yeah, Bishop of North Carolina is the one we're talking Bishop about. Bishop of Bishop. North Carolina. <laughs> there you go. So then we got B Lauren Bolbert. I don't imagine Bolbert's going to change, right? Blumenauer. Jake, there's a problem Jeffries. with your Twitter. People aren't finding it when they look Blood it up. Rochester. I just looked it up. I don't see it either. Yeah, so I wasn't able to find it when I was looking it up. So Might need a little work before it starts showing Donald's. up for people. I can't imagine why, but. Uh, do you, do you have any idea? 
why they want yeah. I saw it the other why day. Search action underscore liberty and it's not popping up. Where should, should we post it somewhere? If you have a link to your profile, if you can send it to me, then I'll circulate it. Jeffries. Uh, okay, let's wait till let's see Rasheen and then Buck. Rakeen. Donald. Alright, we just need one more and obviously Gates is not gonna vote, so but Brown. Buck is the big one. Buck would be the one Jeffries. that was supposed to change. Jeffries. I think it's possible just Donald gets can. one or two more. It'd be great. McCarthy. Buck. McCarthy. No, didn't do it. <laughs> Michael Cloud will be the next one. That'll be five, and then McCarthy. like we had mentioned, you want a little cushion Lezinski. room. It's also important that the twenty stay Jeffries. stay the same. If that number, do you want me to email it to you, Dawson? What do you want me to do? Anyway, Burgett. It's it's going to be pretty ridiculous if Burgess. absolutely nothing changes vote wise. Yeah, that'll be what that's, four votes? That's Congress for you. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. McCarthy. You think they're doing another two votes today, or are they just going to stick with the one? It's just like, what's the point? Right. Jeffries. Does Calvert. them being in Wouldn't have been funny if Bush uh, voted McCarthy. for uh, Donald's just uh, <laughs> safe face. <Can> it. <laughs> Does them, like, occupying this space and being here doing this cost us McCarthy. money anyways? Yeah. Per yes. Diems. But I once Carabello. told Michelle Bachman. Jeffries. Uh, yeah, I said, because uh, um, my friend was her um, chief of staff, so... I had some good one-on-one -on -one time with Michelle Bachman. And I told her, Jeffries. I go, I would gladly vote to give you guys Carrie. a raise, a du double your McCarthy. salary if you show up half Carl. the time. Because the cost savings there would McCarthy. be tremendous, right? Carson. Like when we're talking about what, is it, what does it cost Jeffries. to function in Congress, it's Carter probably a million dollars a day, something like that, right? McCarthy. Yeah, it's, I guess if you, Carter yeah, somewhere in the millions, Seattle. right? Low millions. When these guys vote on things, it's trillions of dollars Carter and trillions right. of dollars we don't even have. <laughs> good right? point. Good point. Do I dare? That was only a good point, not an excellent point. Oh, right? God. Uh, Will, Carter, I swear to God, just don't. <laughs> Jake, that is McCarthy. an excellent point. What if I just said you have Cartwright. a That's a point. That's <laughs> it's neither positive nor negative. What a dick move that is. <laughs> you have a point, Jimmy. You have a point. Whoa, good. I guess I got... Uh, I don't know what I would do that with. That might be the move. Jeffries. Michael Cloud would be the next vote Cassin. here. I mean, anyone Jeffries. paying attention to this knows Castor at this point McCarthy is not going to be the Speaker of the House Jeffries. on this vote. Now, a little history Texas. lesson. No one's Jeffries. ever received... Um, Chavez, no one's Trey ever been elected Speaker of the House between ballots McCarthy. four and eight. It's never happened before. Sherfulis McCormick. Which really means nothing because think it's, it's only happened time. a handful Judy. of times. But just an interesting Jeffries. note right. for those sports fans Cicilline. that like to look at it. Of course, Jeffries. one would also say no one's ever come back from a 33-point deficit at halftime and McCarthy. won a game. That would be the largest uh, comeback in goal. NFL history. And yet that did happen this year Jeffries. with the Vikings. Clark of New York. Jeffries. So we're going to get Cloud after Cleaver. Cleaver, I believe. Jeffries. Or no, Clyborne. No, it'd be, it'd be after Klein. McCarthy. Cloud. All right, so there you go. Clouds. You got the five. And then Andrew Clyde will be six. And then e Clyder. followed by Eli Crane. Jeffries. Clyde. I've circulated the Twitter link. I have Donald's. no idea why it isn't showing up in Twitter search bar. Have we been shadow banned? 
I hope Come not on, already. Elon's Twitter. Cohen. <laughs> probably just too new and not relevant enough That's yet. what I think, yeah. Cole. All right, so we already have the six votes right now for Donald's. McCarthy. Eli Crane will be next. Collins. And then Byron Donald's. Is, it's always interesting to see what Byron Homer. Donald's is going to do. All right. McCarthy. David Matthew Connelly. pipes in on Facebook and says Jeffries is a clown. Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries, uh, go to Alpha News' story on him. Uh, this is an election denial. <laughs> I mean, this is like just, you can't say something like that. It goes against the Costa. talking points that are approved by the establishment and um, the mainstream Jeffries. media. But the guy said that Donald Party. Trump was an illegitimate president. Jeffries. I think he called him a fake president. Craig. Russian asset. Crane. Here goes Crane. There you Donald's. go. So, so far, discipline. So the next one really is Byron Donald's, which Crawford. I'm always interested. McCarthy. It does kind of undermine the movement if Crenshaw. Byron Donald's votes against himself. He didn't look too enthused earlier. Now here's a big loser of this. Crenshaw. Crockett. <laughs> Crenshaw's not there to vote. Crenshaw's disgraced himself pretty tremendously at this point. I don't think anyone likes him anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's thinking he used he's to be doing. Popular. Crow. Yeah. Jeffries. I got great respect for my brothers and sisters that Jeffries. fought in the military, right? You know, I was in the Curtis. Army for 12 years, infantry officer. But I'm not, I don't think necessarily all of us make, uh, I think a lot of them struggle to be good politicians. Mm -hmm. In fact, I shouldn't say it that way. They're just going to end up the same boat as everyone else. I don't think there's anything specific to the veterans that do it, right? So when you use like your veteran status as a reason why you should be elected, I don't really think it changes anything. Now, veterans in general are very patriotic people. They've done something a little bit more. So I think there is a difference in just generally the ranks of the veterans versus the main population of America. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the people that actually run for office, I don't know if there's a big difference. It seems like a lot of them just go right in the fold. Uh, there was a gentleman Curtis. said he was an Army Ranger who endorsed McCarthy, McCarthy. there. Davids of Kansas. And we mentioned Jeffries. Morgan Luttrell, uh, former Navy SEAL, brother of Marcus Luttrell from the infamous, uh, um, what was that movie? Lone, the Lone, uh, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor right? Jeffries. Dean Twin brother, Pennsylvania. by the way. Jeffries. DeGette. Jeffries. Dela Cruz. So we're waiting on Byron Donalds. Will he vote for himself? It would Delora. be a good move establishment to get him Jeffries. to vote against himself, which Del might Bebe. not change it because Jordan was voting against Jeffries. himself and they still wanted him. Right. Jeffries. Did you see Byron Donalds media hit Jeffries. yesterday with the, the like he had the press pool outside of the Capitol? Did you see this? It was great. Yeah, he was a real chill guy. Oh, super cool guy. Yeah. McCarthy. I have no idea how, what his voting record's like. It's probably great because he's only been there, I think, one term. and He's uh, he's Dingle. decent from what I've Yeah, but I mean, I've he's in the minority, Jeffries. so you never know. Right, good point. That's <laughs> Jeffries. It's, it's tough. Dog. It's tough William, not to do something I'm going to start that. playing a sound effect in your ear when you say it, and I'm going to negatively, Donald's. like, I'm going to oh, make didn't even you that not time. See, this is, a, this is the thing. Again. It just, it's, it's you part don't of even my know. Donald's didn't vote. Duncan. You see that Donalds didn't vote? McCarthy. I did not. Yeah. Of Florida. I'm gonna see what. Now he was up McCarthy. towards the top, so he might have ducked out. Edwards. Used the bathroom McCarthy. at the wrong time. 
and it really doesn't matter. You can come back and vote. So Matt Gates will be the next, followed by Bob Good and Paul Gosser. So you got three right there, really dependable Donald's votes. So Donald's at least has 10 votes. Mm -hmm. But at this point, Donald's does not have a vote from himself. It'd be real discouraging if they lost votes this round. And it's discouraging, but really in the grand scheme of things, does not matter. It doesn't matter. It's true. But if you can gain votes for the Donald, that's huge. Whoever, yeah, yes. that Evans. McCarthy may as well drop Jeffries. out at that point. Ezel. McCarthy. Fallon. I'm gonna take these off here because I don't think we need the audio playing right now, uh, Dawson. Just because oh. we can read the script, so we'll um, we'll put the audio on if some some new person breaks ranks and votes for Donald's. At this point, it looks like it's interesting. The only reason there's Finstad from Congressional District 1, Minnesota, reliable McCarthy votes, Fishbach 2, uh, McCarthy, all of the Republican delegation in Minnesota is voting for McCarthy. So mm-hmm. that tells you what you need to know about Minnesota Republican Congress people. And, of course, Tom Emmer, the majority whip, his job is to get more votes for McCarthy. So – they're they're uh they're sitting on the sidelines on this important move now the interesting thing is fox news this this is completely broken fox news they don't understand they are revealing themselves for just the establishment washington dc hacks they always have been really the mainstream conservative conservative voice right honestly conservatives i guess there's a part of conservative that is conserving but the status quo isn't conserving the traditional values of america right so they're way out of step And that's what this is about. Let's not make any mistake about what we're seeing here. It's 20 pretty bold conservatives in the U.S. Congress finally saying enough is enough. We are spending money we don't have. We are creating these bills no one's reading. We can't even make amendments on the floor. There's Gates, obviously a Donald's vote. Um, Oh, look look who's sitting next to Mark. Wait, wait, it says for others. Did he really vote for Trump? He voted for Trump. That's funny. (laughs) Matt Gates voted for Trump. Now, that's a bad move, in my opinion, because because, uh, what it does is it looks like it's a gimmick. Trump. Here, I didn't have my thing on. Go go back to it real quick. Fulcher. McCarthy. Gates. Trump. Look how Marjorie Taylor Greene looks at him. Gallagher. McCarthy. Huh. I mean, it's kind of a dumb move at this point. Unless all 20 start voting for Trump, now you just took, now you literally just took a vote from Donald's. But. Hey, maybe come tomorrow. It'll be uh, Trump that's the candidate. I mean, literally, th- that's what gets interesting. Because so, Donald stepped out. Maybe he doesn't want it anymore. Gomez. You know, it could be setting the stage for uh, where they go with this. So we uh, get to Good here coming up. Good's going to be most likely a Donald's voter. Is he going to go Donald Trump? He goes Donald's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Unless there's a move here where they uh, start going Trump, which just for the lulls, right? Well, you're going to start seeing articles about how dangerous that would be, a Trump speakership. Yeah. 
<laughs> Andy Harris. So Trump. So at this point, Donald Trump right now has one vote for Speaker of the U.S. House. That is, that is a firm. Is if only we would have had Jesse in studio today. I was going to say, what's, what's Jesse doing right now? Jesse, Jesse probably doesn't know. What is, where's my phone? <laughs> Tweeted at him from the Action for Liberty Twitter. Or actually, Jesse probably doesn't have a Twitter anymore, huh? No, Jesse's on Truth Social. You got truth at him. Yeah, go truth at him. <laughs> we're gonna tell. We're gonna break the news to Jess, Jesse live on air. Oh my goodness. Maggie Jesse. This guy's giving a speech every single time. What is he doing? Why is he not picking up the phone? Hey Jake. You are live on air right now. Just so you know, do you are you watching the uh, the vote go down? This, this is wonderful. Uh, so, young William and I get a break news to you for the first time ever. All right, good to hear. Uh, Donald Trump has received one vote for Speaker of the House. No way. Who did it? Matt Gates. Oh, man, that is awesome. There you guys hear it. That is unbelievable. I was sitting here hoping there's no way that's going to happen. But that, that's awesome. No, I, I got to start following it, then I got to see what's going on. Yeah, well, it's only one vote. Donald has nine, so it I think it's like going to be the only one for today. It might be we'll the only see if one. That changes. Donald's hasn't yeah, voted that, yet. That's okay. It just needed to happen one time. That, this is history in the making. Trump 2024. <laughs> Wait, it could be Trump 2023 right now. What are you? <laughs> why are you going 2024? There's uh. Well, yeah, I, I think there's too many rhinos in the caucus to make that happen, but that is awesome news. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I mean, I like Matt Gates a whole lot more now. <laughs> hey Jesse, uh, Trump's stock on Predicted just went up a little bit, went up a cent. Did after you that. did you have did you have uh, money on Trump's stock? <laughs> on oh, Predicted? Of course I got money on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Four cents a share right now. Maybe maybe I'll uh, we'll, we'll see what goes on. Maybe I'll buy some more. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, you uh, you take care of business today, and we'll see you in the studio soon. Sounds good. Later. Yeah, good good info to know. All right. <laughs> yep, bye tickled oh nice. that's so funny yeah what, what are the odds that the show that we do is without him uh or he's not in studio for that that big news story are you calling someone no no i was just who was the last guy that voted dialed. how did i do that why is my phone my phone is starting to dial people now that who'd you call well, i called my wife i called <laughs> dale i don't know <laughs> jeez that was crazy Bring so everyone on the show over the phone. Why not? Yeah, like, let's get through. Well, <laughs> Dale would probably be interested in that. Yeah. Talking about Collins. There you go. That's how you do it. Yeah. I got to put in a group text. Let me let the record show. McCarthy. Isa. McCarthy. That was a butt dial. Just ignore it. Jeffries. <laughs> Jackson. Well, you know, you always worry, you know, like with the spouse, like, oh, why are you calling me at this time of day? You, yeah, yeah, I right. don't want to worry about anything. We're a very professional Jeffers. live studio. Well, well this is a hang. Jackson. That's the show <laughs> format. It's a yeah. hang. Things happen. It's not, this isn't a scripted show. Jackson. We don't know what's going to go on today. I mean, generally they know what's going on. Kevin McCarthy, is he still squatting in the speaker's office? Do you know? I, don't I know. think so. Why would he go anywhere? I mean, the Gates thing was just like a performance thing. I doubt anything actually came James. of it. Has at least one vote for Jeffries. Speaker of the House. Jeffries. Mike Schmidt on Rumble Jeffries. asks if any um, Democrats have broken ranks. 
No. no. And that's the thing is, it's a great question, Mike. The, the people that say they're for democracy somehow are all listening to the party bosses. If you don't know, like, the Republican Party, and we're hard on the Republican Party because it's full of a bunch of cronies, of right? Mm -hmm. And they're very much just the Democrat Party. Jeffries. But at least the Republican Johnson. Party has some opening to uh, outside views and conservatism. Johnson the Democrats don't. I mean, all you have to do is study what happened to Bernie Johnson Sanders South two election cycles in a row. The that's they how they win. Yeah, that's how they win. Florida. They literally do not believe in democracy when it comes down to it. When they say they believe in democracy, it's it's whatever benefits them politically with their left-wing agenda. That's it. They don't really truly believe in democracy. They're all You don't think you think Jeffries You think Jeffries really has the voice of everyone in that caucus? Bullshit. I mean seriously, if you're at all good at politics, you have enemies, right? So he's going to have enemies in that caucus. There's no way these guys are unified on that stuff. So really the people shown democracy are the Republicans right now. And yes, that is an excellent point. William, thank you very much for that. Mm. See, I even know you're a good point. Look, mm -hmm. that's his, I'm holding the back screen? right now. I'm doing my best. Do you have that on screen? That's his, that's his good point. Look, that's a point, Jake. That is that's a point. A point. <laughs> uh, Andy Harris did vote. Uh, Luna would be the next uh, vote. Paulina Luna, followed by Mary Miller. My mind keeps going back to what Jesse said the other day. I think it was during the first vote where if the Democrats were smart, they would throw somebody up who might be able to even pull over some Republican votes. Well, no, no, no. So that's not going to work. I don't know who it that was would not be gonna even. Because the conference right now, the Republican conference, is determined to get McCarthy. They're, they're followers, okay? Despite Crenshaw, will probably never admit that he's a follower. He's a follower. He's doing what he's being told. Right. Mm. And there's a reason for that. Listen, if you don't have deep held principles like like us, like I, I have this bias towards liberty, free market, stuff like that. If you don't have those deep core principles, it's very rational to be a follower of the establishment because you'll get you'll stay in power. You'll get reelected. You'll get press time. You'll be invited to the parties. All that good stuff happens. Right. Get in line. That that's a rational way to look at things. Just don't come lecture me about who's conservative because you're a sellout. You don't have those principles. Mm -hmm. That's McC McCarthy's epitome of that, right? They're making calculations. I'm not saying those are irrational calculations. They're benefiting yourself. It's always like I don't blame someone for being a lobbyist, right? You're doing something that probably pays really well and you're helping out your family. And there's a principle that you're helping out your family, providing them a good living, right? But don't come lecture me then on politics because you're a sellout, right? You don't have the core... I do things a lot that don't benefit me personally because I truly believe in liberty. It's rational. Maybe that's an, that's the rational viewpoint, right? Maybe that is the epitome of rationality. But I really care about this thing. It's like I've explained this to people. It's like the blood going through my veins. That's how much I believe in liberty. These people, most of these congressmen, they're followers. They don't want it. They don't have these principles. They will sell out in a heartbeat, and that makes sense for them personally and once again that's what this whole thing's about who's representing the people not those guys they're at odds with the conservative base we are sick and tired of them caring so much about their own political careers it's the um it's a great bait and switch i talk about this often you go to a a, con, uh, a legislator or a politician and let's just say it's a republican you go i want you to vote no on vaccine mandates and they go, yeah, I'm with you, but we can't do this. We need to win back the House. 
and therefore we need to beat the Democrats. And are you with me in beating the Democrats? Oh, yeah, 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 the Democrats are really bad. Well, guess what they just did? They flipped you. Luna. Here's Luna. Yeah, here's Luna. Luna. Why did she not get her voice? Donalds. Just say Donalds. And so what they did is they flipped you. They took your priorities, put them secondary, and brought you into their top priority. And what's their top priority? Well, you got to get me reelected, and you got to mm -hmm. get other self-serving politicians elected. Do you see what's going on? That's what these guys care about. They're just self-serving. Right. It makes sense for them. Meanwhile, we're all getting screwed. That's how you get the $1.7 trillion that gets passed. That's how it happens. There's just a bunch of people that care more about their, their prestige up at the Capitol. And Donald Trump, Mr. Drain the Swamp, doesn't realize that when he's pitching you know, uh, McCarthy as the guy. Mm. Well, for a, for a, a solid minute, it looked like he was wavering a little bit. And then they snapped oh, him right back into place. You're talking about Trump? Yeah. Who snaps him back in place? <laughs> he's got to have handlers. There's no way he's automatically thinking, yeah, McCarthy's my guy. That's true. But he gives you the impression he doesn't. Next up would be Mary Miller, then Ralph Norman. Ralph Norman, I think, will be reliably uh, still strong. So Isn't at this point, the only reason the vote has changed other than Byron Donald's not voting is because uh, Matt Gates cast a vote for Donald McCall. Trump. Yeah. McCarthy. Which, Which makes it look gimmicky, you know? And I think he did promise McCarthy. he'd do that at some point. So maybe McCarthy. he sees this as his opportunity to do it at least McCarthy. once. Yeah, the vote that doesn't matter. Right, right. It does get a headline, but it does make it look a little gimmicky. Right, right. right. It doesn't look gimmicky McCarthy. if the let the 20... Conservatives start voting for Trump, then it doesn't look gimmicky because it's like, all right, we don't see Donald's getting any more votes. We want Donald Trump. Well, I think Trump would get on board with that if he saw momentum. He'd be like, hey guys, vote for me. Why not? Trump will take the Speaker of the House and then he'll assassinate uh, Biden and Kamala Harris. And that's how he becomes president again. I'm calling it. You said it, not me, Jake. Has Trump said that's anything a, about that's his That's a one joke. Vote? Come on, don't worry about it. That's not going to happen. Or is it? No. <laughs> Has has Trump talked about his one vote that he got in a Let me open thing that Truth Social. Yeah, why don't you uh, follow on Truth Social? Let's find out the Miller truth. Miller of Illinois, and so Miller of Illinois, Miller of Illinois. They're calling Donalds. Donalds. There we go. She has been very reliable for. I gotta admit, I don't know much Miller about Mary Miller. Miller. I looked her up the other day. Um, mother of seven children. Oh my goodness! Miller right there, that shows uh, somebody that can McCarthy. handle quite a. He's not said anything. He has not said anything. He posted a video an hour ago. Probably like a campaign ad. Yeah. Is he is is it real that he's selling NFTs or is that Yeah. That's he real? sold a bunch of NFTs. No, he's he's sold out within a couple hours. Oh my goodness. I thought that that stupid thing's over. He made millions. Yeah, this is a couple weeks back. NF selling NFTs? Yeah. I thought the thing was over. I thought everyone realized that's stupid. NFTs? Yeah. Well, when it's Trump NFTs, you gotta buy them. He 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 marketed them as Trump playing cards, virtual right. playing cards. And if you bought them, my favorite one was you can get in a Zoom call with him and possibly be able to ask him a question that he might answer. <laughs> Did they word it like that? That, would that work. was exactly. It was worded like more legally. I'm not even a big that. Trump guy, and I would do something like that. So, I, I would I love to have done it. Was but yeah. Um, I would like to meet Trump. All right, I've got my, I've got my opinions on Donald Trump. 
it would be interesting to see the person, you know, because the the problem with Trump from day one is that he was never going to get a fair shake in the media. So it'd be interesting to actually get to know the person, right? We only, most of us just get to see the public perception. And we, we do a lot of that. Most people can't. That's what Trump, Trump derangement syndrome is. They just can't see through all the lies about the guy. But it would be interesting to meet with him. Has, has Trump written a book about being president? That's like a tradition, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, Well, he's not done yet. He thinks he's gaining another term, and then he can write his book. How old is he now? I don't know how he doesn't write a book. That is a fascinating read. 76 or 7. He's written books before, not about being president. So Norman remained Donald's. Then we got Andy Olds, Scott Perry. Scott Perry will remain Donald's. I was reading his Twitter. Rosendale from Montana has been really good. Chip Roy will... Stay true. Um, okay. So it looks like the okay. only thing that's going to change okay. here, other than my Byron Danil, uh, Donald's uh, not voting yet, Ogle. is that um, Matt Gates and Oaks voted Donald's. Is that okay. Gates uh, voted for Donald Trump? Generous. That's it. That's the only thing that's changed. And then mm-hmm. everyone's going to see that as not really um, a momentum change. Matt right. Gates is the one guy. I mean, I would call him the leader of this thing, so to speak. Um, Chip Roy's certainly been very vocal. I want to see Byron Downs be the leader of this thing. That guy's kind of impressive. Uh, watching that media, I wish we had nine minutes to spare today to just show you how Byron Donalds handled the media. It was, it was a thing of beauty. Just YouTube it. I'm sure you'll find it. All right. Uh, Scott Perry will be next, followed by Matt Rosendale. That old crow. Is there next a, to, they've been uh, standing clap this time. Yeah. They've been standing clapping every time she votes the past two days. They're getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Most of the people in there are over like 50. Yeah. What's the median age of Congress? Has anyone calculated that? I don't know, but this the median job is a lawyer. I'll look it up quick. It seems like we're getting younger people now. Yeah. Perry. It's probably slowly going down. AOC definitely brought down the age. Yeah. Was she 21 when she got in? You got to be 25 at least. That's right. She's. Uh, Jeez, I think Jake. she's 30 now. Jeez, Jake, do you not know the Constitution? <laughs> 25 for a house and no, no median age. President. The yeah. average age of members of the House at the beginning of the 117th Congress was 58.4 years. 58.4 years. Okay. That's. I'm ridiculous. assuming your mic's on right now. I don't have yeah. the headset on. Okay. Yeah, it's on. People can hear me. Uh, Posey, did we miss Perry? Uh, scroll back. I- I'm sorry. We. D- what happened with Scott Perry? Philip, Perry, Peters. Perry wasn't it? absent. Okay. Peterson. All right. Let's catch back up. So we got R- Matt Rosendale from Montana. Ramirez. Um, might mean nothing. Just, just so you know, these people do have bladders that need to be drained. Um, they could be doing a media hit. They're supposed to have staff. Here's a question. You asked how much does it cost every day that Congress meets? Mm. Are these guys getting paid? They're not sworn in yet. They're not officially congressmen. That's a good question. That's well, a good yeah, question. Do they like, have when to, do they start gaining their uh, Do they have to suffer? I now have good questions. Do they have to suffer <laughs> without 
a salary for days and I love it, Dawson. That is right on Rosendale. Donald's. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah, poor guys. They, they have to go without pay like rest of the country <laughs> time to time. Uh, yeah. Chip Roy obviously is going to be at Donald's here, but it's just Donald's. see. Yep, I, he was quick on that one. And see, he's already off to go probably do a media hit. Um, so really, there's two left until they redo it. So Keith Self. Um, so let's go ahead and turn the volume on because Victoria Sparks is going to be the fascinating one. She voted present twice yesterday. It kind of came out of the blue. I don't know if anyone was anticipating that. Present just means that she's not voting for McCarthy. It actually helps Jeffries. It doesn't put him over the top, but technically it makes Jeffries uh, closer to the majority vote. I, I don't, I'm not trying to like sell out Victoria Sparks. It really is a moot point. Here's your boy Santos. George Santos. Okay, so McCarthy's got another black vote. <laughs> like his name's Santos, and he says he's black. That's just like I thought he said he was Jewish. Oh, was it Jewish? I thought he said he was black. Is he a black Jew? I thought he said Jewish. That's what I, I probably was Jewish. I thought for some reason. Uh, maybe I was reading something that said he said he was a race. He wasn't. And sometimes. People considered Jews a race. But George Santos Scandal. isn't his real name. Fair. What's that? Jeffries. George Santos isn't his real name. Sukowski. Of course not. <laughs> isn't it Jorge Santos? <laughs> Keith Self is the next one. And Self's been reliable. Schiff. Jeffries. Yeah, isn't that shame that guy's still up there? Snyder. I can't believe that the average age Jeffries. of a congressperson. Skolton. Wouldn't know Jeffries. how the internet works. <laughs> I would Jeffries. bet you uh, the average age Swigert. of senators almost ten years above that. Oh, it for is sure. McCarthy. It is um, Austin 64.3 years. Oh, not that much more. Austin Scott. David Scott. Minnesota, it's way. Jeffries. Minnesota, it's probably way. Scott of Virginia. Jeffries. Self. Okay, so Donald's. self stays Donald's. So really, it's Victoria Sparks. This will be interesting to see what she does. She voted uh, ballot one, McCarthy, McCarthy, ballot two, McCarthy, ballot three, McCarthy, and ballot four, which had been yesterday's first Soul. vote. She was present, and she voted Jeffers. present all Sherman. three ballots. Present just means I'm not Jeffers. voting on this one, which takes away Cheryl. from the uh, voting strength. Jeffries. So Donald's is missing Simpson. the He's one Trump vote, McCarthy. the present, or the ones Slotkin. that haven't. He's missing oh, his Jeffries. own vote, and he's missing Scott Perry. Smith okay. of Missouri. McCarthy. McCarthy. So, Sparts is the big one here. Smith of Nebraska. And maybe they got Sparts on McCarthy. board, and that's why Smith of New Jersey. Gates is like, I'm going to go with Donald McCarthy. Trump on this round. Smith of Washington. Jeffries. Yeah, it could have been. Smucker. You're so bad, they want to say a good point, didn't you? McCarthy. Sorensen. Jeffries. Soto. Jeffries. Spamberger. Jeffries. Sparks. Sparks. Oh, she's not there? Stansberry. I mean, Same God. Thing happened yesterday. Jeffries. The, they, these people want a little drama. It's so interesting. Like, Congress is boring as hell. Stanton. <laughs> I mean, even Dawson. Dawson wouldn't Stalver. give a crap about this stuff. McCarthy. I mean, you gotta admit, the suspense Steel. is pretty interesting. Stabber just voted McCarthy. McCarthy. 
Stuff, yeah. Stuff. Unexpected. This is going to be McCarthy. the most exciting Style. government thing that I've watched since the election. McCarthy. Yeah. Hmm. Stubby. Probably the most interesting thing since uh, McCarthy. Eric Mortensen refused Stevens. to take uh, the lemon bar. Tim Walls' <laughs> lemon <laughs> bars. Stewart. That's such a funny. That's such McCarthy. a good story. Strickland. The video's funny. Too. The video's hilarious. Yeah. And, and I watched that Strong. live. And I'm like, who's that McCarthy. guy going over and talking to uh, Eric Mortensen? I'm going to take these off until we go back um, and do a follow-up. Um, yeah, I watched that live, and I was like, who's this guy going over and talking to Mort? Mort, who it was. this is day one of the 2022 session, and he's just like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, He never wore a mask on the House floor. But he just stopped going because, you know, they, they said they wouldn't call on him. He's like, that's it. I, I'm, I'm going to make the stand now. I'm just not going to go and wear a mask on the House floor. So he broke the rules. So I see this guy, and I think it's the Sergeant Arms because I'm watching a camera from, like, up high going over to him. Right. And it turns out it's Tim Walls asking if he wants a lemon bar. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Mort, uh, Mort goes back at him pretty hard. And then I, I had Republicans tell me that was so disrespectful for the governor. I'm like. That's it. You just understand that there is there is a fraction. There's a uh, a big fissure in the conservative or Republican ranks, and there are people that just literally believe in the status quo, mm-hmm. which I think conservatives philosophically are probably more aligned to do it. So maybe it's the libertarian in me that really wants to shake things up. But honest to God, I come back down to the point that they're not following the Constitution. They're 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 putting us in endless debt. I mean, I. I think it was yesterday's program where I just don't think America is going to work anymore, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at the current liabilities over $30 trillion and the unfunded liabilities of Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security, on top of that, interest rates going up, so the financing of that debt is going to be catastrophic. I don't know how America survives that, honestly. It's a it's a numbers problem. So it's not like we have assets that we can sell, and that's scary. So when the debt comes due, do we have to start getting rid of the assets? Do we sell Yellowstone National Park to the Chinese? Like, what do you do? How do you make this thing work? As a business, no one's giving us a loan, right? Yeah. So it might be a, a moot point. We, we're just doomed. But at least fight for this country. And you can't – if you think McCarthy is going to change this, you're, you're living in this fantasy world. To be fair, whoever uh, – even if McCarthy's not the guy – it's a lot to ask for to get someone who's real good to be speaker because they're going to be corrupted eventually. I mean, that's the argument I have against Trump, right? Trump went with a great, a great message, drain mm-hmm. the swamp. And he clearly didn't drain the swamp because when he left office, the last thing he signed into law was the worst omnibus bill ever. He never stopped. He never refused to sign one of those big omnibus bills, right? So it's like there was more pork, more BS. He did veto uh, the Defense Authorization Act, like, in 2021, or no, in 2020, I think. Yeah, and then how did it end it back? And then they the veto yeah, overrode, they yeah. overrode the veto. Oh, they overrode the veto. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, that's right. I, I did forget about that. So one I mean, rare moment Trump, from Trump. Trump sleeps and bounces better than the current resident there at 1600 Pennsylvania. We're not making that argument one no. bit. <laughs> I mean... We certainly don't like Biden. I'm just saying that Trump, Trump couldn't do it. You'd think right. Trump would be the person that could do it. So you're right. right. It, it might not matter in the grand scheme of things. But if it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, then why are we so mad that they're holding up the show? Mm. That's what I can't understand is these conservative commentators. I think this is just such a disaster. It's a clown show. How dare they do this? It's like, you guys are a clown show. 
You know, most people give you guys 11% approval rating. Yep. And yet 92% get reelected. Do you have something for me, Dawson? Yeah, Mike on Rumble brings up that it's disrespectful not to be there to vote when called on. I yeah. think that's such a could you imagine anybody else with a job just not showing up when it's i mean just to give a little bit of fairness like if you're doing a media hit or something like that because i do think part of their job should be to communicate to the public Hmm. and so if they're outside the chambers because you can't do a media hit inside the chambers um then you could understand so they're going to go back so now it's disrespectful here if you don't show up and do it so i would expect all these guys to to then vote who did not answer the first call of the roll I mean, look, McCarthy doesn't have a lot of votes still. He usually is at a – he should be at 202, so. Berrigan, Jeffries. Or 201, maybe. Jeffries is awfully close to that 218 number, especially if uh, – Well, Jeffries is going to get lower. 212. 212? Project. Yeah, Jeffries isn't picking up votes. McCarthy. If he did, we totally missed a Republican vote for right. Jeffries. He's just not going to get more than 212. Well, the threshold uh, changed for We don't know the threshold. It doesn't up, look right? like the threshold has changed. Crenshaw. Right McCarthy. Okay. They, they asked for a quorum, but it doesn't mean that a member can't show up and vote, right? Right. That's what happens. Yesterday, we thought at the start that Democrats were doing that. We thought McCarthy Donald's. had a deal. Donald's. So Donald's did vote for himself. There you go. Great. And so really it comes down Scott Perry, but it really comes down to Victoria Sports. For God's sakes, Victoria, Emmer. give us a vote. McCarthy. Oh, McCarthy. Emerald wasn't there earlier. I missed that. Yeah, I agree. They should really do their job. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the talk of town if Emmer, the majority hey, whip, doesn't vote for McCarthy? <laughs> McCarthy. <laughs> You should do something. Emmer refused to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> but see, the problem is Donald Trump wasn't actually nominated. So right. someone should nominate him if that's the play. Right. That's why I don't like Gates doing that. That's kind of stupid. But Again, I just think He could change his promise. vote, by the way. I could. Yeah. He could. But then that takes off the record that... I think you're right. I think he probably promised his constituents he'd vote for Trump on one ballot. Yeah. So are there are there two votes missing for Donald's? Well, so uh, Scott Perry, and so the other one would have been Matt Gates, but we don't know mm-hmm. what Sparks is going to do. Okay, so it's whether or not that's present or not. Yeah, so Scott Scott Perry, we expect 19 for Donald's. The only reason the votes changed, we predicted Perry. the vote wouldn't change. It's just because Matt Gates. You know, wanted to cast a vote for Donald Trump. Well, He's that, obviously going to be a Donald Trump. Well, if this is the case, here, then I here. think. Russian huh. dollar. McCarthy. Present. Perry voted present? Just didn't. Where's got Perry? Well, with this being the case, I think Gates's play was not a good one. McCarthy. Where the heck is Scott Perry? That's like a reliable vote. Sparks. Present. Oh, come on. (laughs) I don't get that. Scott Perry has not voted this round. 
Hey, uh, Liz Harrington, a Trump spokeswoman, retweeted Matt Gates' vote. I think uh, Perry could still go down. If there are any representatives right elect here. who did not answer the call of the roll, right here. they may come to the well and yeah. vote at this time. Exactly. So they could still go because, and that's part of the thing is the He's official vote. Hit. It takes 10, 15 minutes for the clerks to uh, actually tally it up. So Scott Perry can go to the front and cast his vote. So as of Once two minutes ago, Scott Perry is doing a media hit. That, exactly. That's what so. I said. Is I think what happens here is that, uh, you know, these guys go out and do media hits in the gallery, and so I'm sorry, the gallery. The, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about the uh, <laughs> the place outside. The, the place outside. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call it. Jeez. Good point, Jake. Uh, Rotunda. <laughs> there we go. There's Scott Perry. Look at him running over. <clears throat> Come, coming from me to hit. Now, I honestly, I don't fault these guys because I think it makes sense. Mr. Perry, you are not recorded. You are not recorded. Donald's. Donald's. Yeah, read his lips there. Yeah, read his <laughs> lips. All right. Well, and Scott Perry's been a reliable vote. They've already done the tally there. So yes, the vote is the same for the most part. Obvious, oh, look, it was another guy who went and got him. You know, I think it was, was that Norman or Olds? Uh, <laughs> Gates went Donald Trump on this. So the record does show Donald Trump has a vote. There's Biggs and uh, Gates making sure that he did go vote. Let's pour one more out for the stenographer. That lady's like in her 70s. She's on death's door and she's spending her days here. Honestly, I like not just that i mean that she'll do that no matter what yeah in the production uh, fact, crew what about a filibuster that would be the bad stuff that would be not, not that this is the exciting this the house although the house has a filibuster per se in the sense that they will delay or uh extend debates i mean i mean mccarthy talked about like he had what did he do a speech for seven hours or something like that he's like i'm gonna wait this thing out the way this has got to go is either McCarthy has got to go to the Democrats and get a bunch of them to agree not to show up or he's got to concede everything to these guys. And that's why this is such a great play, right? The people that don't understand this, this is why it's such a great play is you got to concede. You, you're going to get concessions. You're going to make Congress better, right? Marjorie Taylor Greene for whatever reason, Jesse still wants to uh, stand up for, right? I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of the biggest losers here because she's gone on so hard for McCarthy, and I'm he sure a lot of her constituents don't like that. Yeah. But the problem with Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's saying they're just doing this for selfish reasons. They want to be on committees. You know what committees they want to be on? The rules committee for a reason so that the establishment can't change the rules. Right. They're not, I don't think these – I mean, some of these guys are probably doing it for a selfish reason, but they're doing it – for a really good reason. Washington's broke. And finally, some people are standing up to it. That's what I really appreciate. Um, so we are um, we are going to be probably about 10, 15 minutes away from the official vote. What I'd like to do, Dawson, let's well, put that in the bottom screen, or the, yeah, the small screen. And I want to cover a couple of things here until we get to that vote, because we're really not going to learn anything. It is fun to kind of watch these guys 
maneuver the room and try to change people's votes and stuff like that and then we try to guess what they're saying and when it's jesse and me we assume they're trying to deal prostitutes these guys we're probably a little off on that one maybe not that far off um right now uh there is no speaker of the house seven belts has not produced a speaker of the house there's been four sessions session one on uh, january 3rd three ballots second session morning of january 4th yesterday three ballots no speaker session number three last night january 4th uh at 8 p.m eastern and that went to quick adjournment was really dramatic almost didn't get the uh votes to adjourn so they adjourned for the night came back again today noon eastern we've got one ballot in this is the fourth uh session so far and uh we still have no speaker of the house and this is unprecedented this hasn't happened i think it was eight or nine ballots i said i guess it was between no one's been uh, elected speaker between four and seven i think it was eight ballots in 1923 if someone knows the answer just uh write in the comment section um so we're really in historic territory i made a comment um you know there's a a black woman that's the clerk the last time this would have happened this the clerk certainly wasn't a black woman right right so once again just shows the the good progress we've made over the uh <laughs> this history and also you can't ignore the fact that the republicans literally have a black gentleman running for speaker of the house right so that's pretty historic um so once again i think this is a great exercise in democracy right this is a very True. democratic process playing out um let's go to the minnesota legislature so obviously november elections happen new legislatures swear in and that's on usually the first first business day of the new year or first tuesday they usually do it which this year was january 3rd um we didn't have the drama in minnesota that they're having out in, <laughs> in washington dc um the unfortunate thing is it's all democrat control and yesterday we found out exactly the top priority for the Democrats. And how do we know it's the top priority? Because it's HR1, House House File, I'm sorry, not HR1, H, HF1, House File 1, which means it's the first bill, the top bill by Democrats. Now let's pull that up here. This is what they call uh, the um, Reproductive Health Rights Bill. That's not the title. They had some clever title for it. This is Let's Kill Babies Bill. This is their abortion. So basically what they're doing here in this bill is they're making sure that if the Supreme Court ever changes, okay, if it ever changes, we have got this in statute. Mm. So if you look at uh, subdivision three, first subdivision uh, is the title, subdivision two definition, subdivision three, re reproductive freedom. Every individual has a fundamental right to make autonomous decisions about the individual's own reproductive health, including the fundamental right to use or refuse reproductive health care. Now, they should say here, they did say individual. Do you notice that important thing that they said? Not woman. Not every woman has a right to reproductive care, but every individual. Because mm. men can get pregnant, you know, William. <laughs> All right, subdivision, uh, oh, so section B. Every individual, not just woman, but anyone who can get pregnant, any individual who becomes pregnant and has a fundamental right to continue the pregnancy and give birth or obtain an abortion and to make autonomous decisions about how to exercise this fundamental right. And then subdivision four, right to reproductive freedom recognized. The Minnesota Constitution establishes the principles of individual liberty, personal privacy, and equality. Such principles ensure the fundamental right to reproductive freedom. Now, that's the way the Supreme Court has read it. 
the subdivision five is just saying no local government can interfere and um, restrict a woman's right to kill her baby. Where in here do you see when that baby becomes a baby? Do you see it in there? I was about to ask that. So does this eliminate any restrictions on abortion? This eliminates This is as extreme as it gets. You can kill a baby. Like, this is what I've said on the show before and, and um, in many conversations around here. Um, this all comes down to when does life begin? Because mm-hmm. we should at least as a society just acknowledge that you can't kill a human life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, other than, like, the exceptions of war. And I, I'm not even really pro-death sentence because I think we get too many of those things wrong. But, you know, obviously our society at least believes a convicted a murderer can be put to death. Usually in uh, self-defense as well. Yes, yeah, self-defense. Yeah. You can't kill an innocent life. There's nothing more innocent than a baby, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's – when does that begin? And I think the right at least is somewhat honest and says it begins at conception. You can debate it. You can debate it from a scientific standpoint. It's tough to debate that from a scientific standpoint. Heartbeat starts 20 – was it 28 days or something like that? Something like, I can't, 20 days? I, don't, I should know this by heart. It's on all the billboards when you go up north. Yeah, no, you'd think <laughs> I would know the billboards by heart. Um, there are bills in other states that say 20 weeks. No abortion before 20 weeks. When does life begin? Mm-hmm. If you look at what the Democrats are saying, life doesn't begin until that baby is born. Right? Because when you look at this bill, go ahead and put it back up. It says, it's really in B, every individual who becomes pregnant has a fundamental right to continue the pregnancy and give birth or obtain an abortion. Yeah. So there is no exceptions on abortion. If you have a seven-pound, 39-week-old baby who can clearly live outside the womb, you can end that pregnancy. According to this bill, that's the number one priority by the Democrats is to allow a seven-pound, 39-week-old baby to be put to death if the mother and a doctor or physician is willing to do it. But they're not stopping here. They want this to be an issue to talk about in 2024. So, of course, they're going to push a constitutional amendment and get everyone out, all the young people, back out to vote on this issue. But they're not pushing a constitutional amendment. Why would they need to do a constitutional amendment? According to David Hand, the Republican Party chair, it's already (laughs) in the Constitution. Well, that's a good point. Maybe there's no opposition to their Only a good point. Not an excellent point on that one. <laughs> Only a good one. Only a good one. Yeah, if you didn't follow that show, we uh, show how David Hand told every candidate in the state of Minnesota back in, like, September that if you have to talk about abortion, say it's a constitutional right. It's like, no, it's not a constitutional right. Some crazy justices called it a constitutional right. It's not in the Constitution. It's insane that they would say something like that. Because if we take the part of the Constitution that's you know, establishes the principles of individual liberty. Well, what about the individual liberty of an unborn baby? When does life begin? That's the question. Because obviously animals don't have the rights that human beings have, right? So this thing that's in the womb, when does it become a human life? That's the big question. And the Democrats in Minnesota just told you it doesn't become life until it's born. They get that way wrong. And 
it's going to take some Republicans with guts, like these 20 Republicans in U.S. Congress, actually calling that out and telling the press that. Because they just play defense. They get the abortion issue all wrong. Oh, no exceptions for rape or incest. And once again, if a life begins at a certain time, then why does rape and incest count? It doesn't matter. You can't kill human life. Can you kill a 10-year-old that's a victim of rape or incest? No. So once a life begins, once we define that, you can't kill a human being. It's so obvious. It should be just part of our culture. Democrats don't want that. That's evil. I don't know how else to look at it. It's so evil that they feel that way. So that's priority number one by your Minnesota Democrats. Um, it'll be an interesting fight to see, see it play off. And, and once again, it just undermines the whole argument. If it's already in the Constitution, why do they got to do it? And we obviously know the point is they believe that some justices down the road might change uh, and restrict abortion. So they want to codify it in law. They call it codifying Roe Ro v. Wade, which is kind of a goofy way to say it because Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court decision, but basically codify abortion into Minnesota statute. Do we have McCarthy talking to Representative Ghost over there? What are we looking at? Pull up the big uh, John window. John James needs to get out of the way. No, uh, that's, that's not Ghost, sir. No. thought it was at first. All right, never mind. That's the other interesting thing is McCarthy just lets his henchmen do all the work. I don't like. Why don't you go out there and chat with these people? Yeah, you need to work the like at conventions. You need to work the floor, get the delegates. Yeah, that's why uh, we know this. We're experts on this stuff. I mean, Congress is just a political convention. We've done a ton of political convention. We know how all this stuff yeah. works. Well, supposedly McCarthy's already been screaming at these guys, so he's probably not going to be talking to them anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> which is really interesting. This guy's a two-faced because yeah. he always comes out smiling and looking. I mean, I've never had such a negative opinion of McCarthy until this week. Yeah, everything that's I, come out about him. Yeah, because he always seems like a guy. I mean, he puts on a good face, and that's yeah. what most politicians are, the two-faced. The thing I knew about McCarthy is the guy is just a Washington crony it also tucker carlson like tucker carlson though one guy in the mainstream conservative media that seems to get it like fox news i guess he's probably untouchable at fox news <laughs> but he's he's like mccarthy uh mccarthy what did he call him a it's like a ideological chameleon or something like that <laughs> basically he has, he's not a conservative and uh, who was living at Frank Luntz's uh, house, at Lavia's house. Oh, I didn't renting hear about an apartment. that. Yeah. Oh. Apparently McCarthy was renting an apartment from Frank Luntz. Um, all right. I want to cover one other thing here. Um, I hope we don't lose coverage here. It's just a bunch of establishment guys trying to figure things out. Um, there's uh, this, this um, reaction to DeMar Hamlin's... Uh, injury is fascinating to me mm. um we had a lot of things to discuss this week i wish we could have discussed a lot of other things um but i mean how do you not talk about this issue here playing out in real time but um have you noticed that the media is quick to say that this has nothing to do with the vaccine it's so fascinating i got one clip i want to play for you this was a doctor who explained the injury this happened the night of, I think it was an hour or so after it. And he's a, I think he's a cardiologist. No, no, he's sports medicine. So he's a doc of sports medicine. And he explains the, what he believes to be the injury. But what's fascinating is how he dismisses the vaccine. Let's go ahead and play this video. 
What we just witnessed tonight is one of the most rare things we can see in sports medicine, as DeMar Hamlin went down with what appeared to be cardiac arrest after taking this hit on the field. Welcome back everybody, I'm Dr. Brian Suter, and on this channel I try to teach you about the sports medicine world and give you some insight into what we see on the field. What we saw happen tonight is not related to any sort of vaccines, this is almost certainly something called commotio cordis, an extremely- Okay, extremely stop right there, and he goes back to this at the end. What? <laughs> an hour after, and you just, once again, this isn't science these guys are doing. When you just ignore the fact that this could be vaccine related, you're not pursuing science, you're pursuing propaganda. The saying that science can be questioned, propaganda can't be questioned. The fact that you say it's not vaccine related is not a scientific approach. Uh, Dr. Peter McCall, a cardiologist, renowned cardiologist, thinks that the vaccine could have made an impact here, could have been in play. He's not saying it is, because we don't know. That's not how science works. But the fact that they ignore it, and this is not just him, and I, I could have gone with all the clips by CNN and MSNBC, but they're using that. They're literally saying this is not vaccine related. It's like, you don't know that. That's a crazy thing to say. Well, there's a doctor that came out and said, yeah, look, there are no health problems with these. Uh, this was the guy who administered his booster shot, supposedly. It was apparently pretty recently. I don't remember the guy's name. He said that he did the booster shots? Yeah, it was Isn't on Twitter. doctor uh, yeah. patient pr privilege there? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he released it with uh, their, their permission. Because I wasn't certain he even got the vaccine. We didn't know that, which would be also, you can't call it a vaccine injury if you don't even know if the guy got the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, we should just be careful in these instances because we don't want to politicize this too much. 100%, and I agree with you on that, 100%. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to speculate. Obviously, a lot of us look at that. We go, oh, my God, like, is this is this what we're seeing? Because right. there's a lot of athletes yeah, yeah. dropping, and, and it seems like that. And I had read someone, like, he got – they did CPR, uh, tried to resuscitate him again at the hospital, which seemed like it wouldn't be consistent with commotio, whatever that is. Uh I don't, I don't know. And you're right. We shouldn't speculate. The point I'm trying to make is the media is doing that already. They are the ones speculating. They're the yep. ones speculating. Yep. They are ignoring it. They don't want to admit that there are some real serious issues, hard issues. This is documented, by the way. We know that there's studies that are being done that have showed the Pfizer jab, Moderna jab, the mRNA, has led to inflamed hearts. Has uh, There was one study that showed that it's more dangerous for uh, teenage boys to get the vaccine uh, in terms of um, myocarditis than it is for them to get it naturally, to get a uh, natural infection. So the fact that the media is just ignoring this is a fascinating story. Also what's fascinating is um, Fauci apparently, uh, there's a, I'm sorry, Fauci. Elon Musk is apparently gonna launch something called the Fauci Files, which is a play on the Twitter files and it's gonna be dirt on Anthony Fauci. I don't know when this is coming out. Elon Musk, I'll tell you what, that guy loves to keep his suspense going. So it could be Friday night. That was when the Twitter files came out. I remember seeing that. It's like, usually when you dump things on a Friday night, that's because you don't want the news cycle. Right. And then I thought, wait a second, it's the Twitter files. The media's not going to cover this. So yeah, why not? Doesn't matter on a Friday anyway. night. Yeah. Exactly. So we got to be getting close here to the vote. Let's... Yeah, let's go bring up the big screen. So what I would well, – what do you think, William, if – what do you think is going to happen when they uh, give us the official vote? Are they going to recess again? Or I'm sorry, adjourn? I don't see them going for another vote. Um, 
Although, it didn't make sense to go for more votes these past few days either. So Right. My thought, the strategy by the McCarthy, McCarthyist. This is McCarthyism. <laughs> That's what we're seeing going on right now, McCarthyism. Looks like she's getting ready to speak. Here we go. I think they'll go for another vote, honestly, because my thought I thought their strategy was if we got Fox News on our side and some of these big conservative talking heads and radio and stuff, then we might as well wait this thing out. And then you got the Dan Crenshaws of the world who are like, well, we're only McCarthy votes, so we won't vote for anyone but McCarthy. But I don't know how many people that are willing to do that. That's what's beautiful about this play is either McCarthy's got to concede all these things, which shows why he shouldn't have been the speaker in the first place. Or the Republican conference is going to be forced to go find someone that works. So what are they doing specifically? They're just tallying all the votes? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an, it is a good question. Um, there is a process to getting an official record on the U.S. House floor, which eventually goes into a journal. Yeah. So, you know, they don't want to get wrong, but I do kind of find it funny that it does take this long. Um, I don't know if there's just a... Well, let's just put it this way. It's government. What's our plan if they go for another vote? Well, uh, what do you guys think? Do you want us to continue coverage here? Do, oh, you got you to gotta take off, don't you? Yeah, I thought this was going to be an hour. Are we, are we an hour and a the half last, The last few days, yeah. we've gone around two hours. Yeah, all right. So we'll we'll take off after this uh, vote. I would encourage you guys to keep watching it. But we'll stay for this big announcement. Obviously, if there's another vote, it's not going to change, right? Let's just be mm. honest. Nothing's going to change. So another vote is pretty much pointless. Now, there could be drama. Could be drama if they try to adjourn. See, this is probably part of the uh, checklist I got to go through to have the official vote. Now, what's fascinating about this, William, they could, well, I guess they couldn't vote electronically. I was going to say they could vote electronically because they vote all the time, but that's yay or nay. Mm -hmm. So there's no yeah. yay or nay. Why would you suggest like they do it remotely? No, that they just do electronic votes and then you don't have to wait. This oh, so you don't have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just I mean, take a play out of uh, the David Handbook. Uh, let's yeah, just do it electronically. We're going to go another round. Why? I think it's so funny. Like, are these people talking about anything meaningful? Or are they just all making chip chip? Being Listen, these guys things. love the fact this is history setting, so. How much you want to bet? Chair. How much you want to bet they're going to go for um, the, the record amount of votes for Speaker of the House? I don't <laughs> doubt it. I can see it happening. I can imagine that these guys would be very excited to see their names on history. The tellers like that. agree in their tallies 
that the total number of votes cast is 433, of which the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the State of New York has received 212. She's going to have to say, and Donald Trump has received one vote. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of that? California has, has to, received yeah. 201. Oh, get ready for Trump to uh, truth that out. <laughs> Donald's receives 19, Trump one, and one present. Oh, that's so funny. The Honorable Byron Donalds of the state she of say Honorable? has received 19. Here you go, Honorable. The Honorable Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received one. Hmm. <laughs> With one recording <laughs> present. Were there people booing? No in member the crowd? elect, having received the majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not been elected. For what purposes the For what purpose does the gentleman from Florida rise? Madam Clerk, I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy oh. for Speaker of the House. The gentleman is recognized. They're going through another round. All right, well, we're not going to go through another round because nothing's going to change here. This is stupid. I'm curious to see if Gates votes for Trump again. Probably not. I'm going to say Gates is going to go back to Donald's. Probably. Yeah. I think at this point we've all heard about Kevin McCarthy in length. He is my friend, my colleague. I'm, I'm very proud to say that. I know our remarks are directed towards the clerk and the chair, but I don't mind saying I'm directing my marks to another part of our team. And make no mistake, we are a team. We are together. I would say this to some of my friends in Texas. I have the same fear, truly, that, that some of you have, that we squander this opportunity to, to right the wrongs that have gone on here for the last two and four years, and there are very real wrongs. I have that fear, just like you do. I'd say to my friend from Montana, I would say that I have the same fear you do, that America's give us this chance to change our course and that we fail. Now, this strategy of bringing guys like this out is not so much that he's going to whip Arizona. votes and convince anyone on a speech, right? The same fears that you do. It's more to just make sure that this is a good soldier for the establishment. That That's what's going on here. So they're telling him, hey, I want you to give a speech. And if he says no, they're going to be, the be uh, pretty vindictive against that person. And the so when you hear someone like this giving, standing up and giving a speech, it's a good soldier. Probably why you don't see Thomas Massey giving a speech. Right. Do you think that, that these I people come with speeches prepared, has. or is he making this up that on the fly? What there's some that would need to, and there's some that are definitely good off the fly, and there's some that are probably just getting the talking points from the handlers. My okay. friend from Texas, probably say Crenshaw, could be a, all the above. The I'm just he curious because it's like, do they have like a list this of the person? Hold on, listen. When he extends a hand. Okay, I thought he was going to go on about Crenshaw. Crenshaw sees the world differently. Yeah, Crenshaw called them terrorists. For. 
What a joke. Okay, so, so what were you saying there? I was I was just wondering, like, if do they have, like, a list of people ready to go up in case there are more votes? Oh, I'm sure they do. That's, I mean, these guys can't be idiots here. They had to have known that this was going to... Well, I'm sure they, they whip people to do speeches, like, in between votes as well, or during votes. And I don't mind saying that... Yeah, sorry, I voted present. I was out practicing my next nomination speech. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think what we'll do is we'll cut off this when uh, they give the speech for Donald's. Just, just in case they pull some maneuver here. I mean, there is another thing. They put up Donald Trump, but... It's not for that. My friend from Texas, my colleague, Mr. Roy, he and I, we've stood on this floor together. My friend. Arguing. How friendly are you guys? On the same team about life and death issues for the United States of America. Did they have to we say honorable here when they go the honor? Because I was shocked that they said the honorable Donald Trump. I thought that too. I thought that, I mean, maybe because he's a past president. Or is it just because he's been nominated it's honorable? I thought that that was, like, reserved towards justices. It's definitely justices, but they they use it a lot in D.C. Um, well, any elected official is technically honorable. Most likely not, but... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it, well, entitled-wise. Citizens Council for Health Freedom has asked two years in a row for us to sign on to a document, a pro-health freedom document, which... I agreed with it. Friends, I, I don't believe sending a document to leadership is going to do anything anyhow, uh, even if it's well-worded. But I refuse to sign it because it says the Honorable Nancy Pelosi on it. I'm not going to sign anything that calls her Honorable. Yeah, I'm so sick of some of these traditions. I love traditions that make sense, but it's like the oath of office. That's a tradition. What a great thing, the oath of office. But what's the point in the oath of office if they don't actually live by it? You're pledging support for the Constitution. You shit on the Constitution all the time. So what does an oath mean, right? An oath should mean something. Otherwise, why say it? We had a video. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Katie Hobbs giving her oath of office and laughs at the Constitution part. Did she really? She broke down and started laughing. She couldn't even carry on. Wow. She's being honest. Eighth ballot coming up. We're not. We're gonna break off coverage here because, quite frankly, it just takes an hour and a half to go through a a round of voting, and nothing's gonna change. I'll just tell you right now, nothing's gonna change. The only thing that's gonna happen is more momentum for the conservatives. That guy to the right is handler just. God, when we a, started this process, must be just livid right months now. Months ago, behind closed doors, as leadership for the minority was being chosen behind closed doors, leadership for the majority was being talked about and debated. And I I wish doors, I enjoyed hearing I my, my own voice this much. <laughs> <laughs> I said, please don't. Now here's the question: Does Congress break for the weekend? Or all of us as your friends? There's nothing Probably. else says they have to. I don't know. I think they go through the weekend. Don't look at us. So remember, and see us as individuals the that are votes for Speaker of the House. Look at us as individuals. Well, that that's that. Okay, that's the other interesting dynamics that will happen here. They're going to have to adjourn to a certain time. 
So if they adjourn till Saturday morning or Friday night, they probably won't get the votes from the Democrats and they probably won't get the votes from the 20 conservatives. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of this thing is the 20 conservatives really are finally calling the shots. This is how you can be successful, you know, as a small group of people in a democratic process. That Kevin will do as he was promised. He will give us the opportunity to write the course. He will give us the opportunity to vote. We don't, he won't control how every individual votes. Uh, a little side note he here. So a lot of people are so upset that business sure that isn't being done in the U.S. Congress right now because as we learned this week, that makes sense for Americans. <laughs> the Congress can't sure do anything until they elect the speaker. So we're pro no speaker because they'll save sure us trillions of dollars. But did you know at the founding of this country, they didn't even know that they had to tell them to show up. Do you know what Article to make sure that we Article 1, Section 4, House of uh, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution says? Pull that up, Dawson. You've got to see this. It's, a, um, it's my favorite part of the U.S. Constitution by far. Uh, just pull up the U.S. Constitution, Article 1, which is the Congress. Or the legislative branch. He's different. He's not. And he's then not you go to Ryan. uh section four. You you'll get a term limits bill and then there's two clauses, one and two. You're gonna look at clause two. He's not Mitch McConnell. So just he this is a this is the greatest lens into how the framers of our constitution looked at government. That's so mind you, there are people mad right he's now. I'm gonna need here. Uh, Article one. Throw you we'll go down to section four. Out on your cans and say, I don't it'll be the second you. paragraph there. Says the Congress shall. Uh, can you um, yeah. load up a little bit for me? And if we give him the Congress shall assemble speaker, at least once in every year, and such meetings shall be on the first Monday in December. <laughs> they had to tell him to show up. Hmm. We're all mad because this is day three of the speaker vote. They didn't even know if these guys would show up. There's actually a lot of people don't know this. There are a lot of um, states that have a legislature that meets every other year. South Dakota is a great example. South Dakota, just to our west, only meets once a year. Texas meets once a year. You know, California meets year round every year, right? Minnesota, at least they break after May. For what purpose does the gentlewoman from Massachusetts? Oh, they finally got someone different speaking. Jeffries Hakeem. as Speaker of the House. It's so interesting that they have the same speaker every time. The gentlewoman is recognized. <laughs> 212, 212, 212, 212, no, 212 and today 212 that's not the majority why is she she's talking about we're unified at some point you got to be like we're not winning let's change something well they have no strategy here the only thing the democrats have up their sleeve is uh having members not show up so that mccarthy becomes a speaker that's all they got and then and they're going to get some concession from McCarthy unless they perceive whoever they go. <laughs> OK, so if Donald Trump starts um, gaining momentum, they might pull that maneuver. 
<laughs> oh, guys, don't show up. We cannot allow Donald Trump to be the Speaker of the House. It will imperil the Can you imagine Donald Trump as a Speaker of the House? To deliver basic I can't. Because it honestly, that'd be too crazy. My thought, my, my, where I think this is going to go is there's going to be some concessions by McCarthy and he becomes a speaker, right? Or they find another guy who's willing to give those concessions. That's probably the better option. I think some, it's Steve Scalise. But he's, whoever it's going to be, they're going to have to give some concessions. They're going to have to change some rules and stuff like that, right? Right. So that's where I see this thing going. But... And so basically what I'm saying is I don't think you're going to have this really good principal guy as Speaker of the House, and I don't know if there is that person out there. So it's like, why not have Donald Trump? The entertainment value alone would be fantastic. Like, I look at politics, it's so damn boring, and these guys are ruining our country. We might as well get something from it, right? And... If you go wild card, wild card might actually help you out. Might actually be enough where it changes the dynamics of the the uh, capital. In the wake of the horrors of Buffalo and Uvalde, they said no. When we stood up for women and reproductive freedom, they said no. When we brought men love how they call reproductive freedom, right? <laughs> they, they really they test no. out their words and their phrases. The they don't want to call it abortion. Abortion's got a bad stigma. Reproductive and freedom. And what's reproductive freedom? Well, it's abortion. Tens of millions of good-paying jobs. They said no. When we said women deserve equal pay for equal work, they said no. When we said that childcare and paid family leave should be available to every worker in this country to every family they said no when we secured the fundamental right to vote for every single american they said no when we stood by our veterans and expanded their access to health care they said no when we defended <laughs> our democracy two years ago tomorrow she sounds like from teachers i've had before <laughs> I think everyone's had a teacher like her. Kind of luxury. No. Mm. We've all probably had a teacher that votes the same way as her. <laughs> and the way probably look like her. The way that the crowd the is like chiming people. in with her on the we said it no or whatever. It's our job and our responsibility to elect a speaker. So it'll be interesting to see who they put up this time to give a speech. And if there's going to be any other one, any other person nominated. And then we'll break from coverage after that. Yeah, I can't believe it went two hours. That flew by, by the way. Yeah. I hate to do this. I gotta, I gotta stand up. You gotta, you gotta stand up. My ride is leaving. Oh, you gotta get going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish I could. Nope. I. Fair I'm enough. Miss something very important, right? Fair enough, right. William. Right. We did say an hour. Thank you for joining us. So yeah. I'm just gonna hold what on until this speech is done. Then we're gonna break from it. I rise so, to place into nomination the name of. My friend from Florida, Byron Donalds. Okay, so let's stay with Byron Donalds. So I guess the big question is, I appreciate that. You know, will they actually also um, go with a, uh, um, a Donald Trump nomination? And what did that election tell us? Do you think that would accomplish anything? Well, when no. Five million more Republicans cast their ballots. He told us that the American public wanted a change. They wanted a change from the policies of the left 
that has taken over the Democrat Party. It said they wanted a change, change from this administration, this administration that has inflicted so much pain economically. We've seen crime explode. We've got an administration that won't even acknowledge that there's a crisis on the border. Tell you to go on down to the border. I've invited this administration to come with me to the border. Let's see it firsthand. The American public said they want to change. They want something new. They want something different. And we are on a path that just continues. Where were we just uh, 12 years ago? An $11 trillion national debt. You know where we are today? Almost three trillion. times that. Both parties share blame in that. We have to bring that under control. You bring that under control not just by changing the rules of an institution, but by changing the leadership. And I'm told this process is painful. It's embarrassing, I'm told. You know what it is? It's not dysfunction, and it's not imperiling. What it is is the exchange of ideas, an expression of support for people you want to be your leader in the next Congress. I think it's incredibly healthy, actually, for the American people to see that we're on the floor, something that my colleagues across the aisle so rarely like to be. <laughs> they enjoy the proxy voting, I guess. They've sat there, I'll give it to you. They've laughed and they've chuckled and they've pointed fingers at us and said, oh, see here. But you know what? As my friend from Florida just said, we're together. We're having an internal fight. It's being displayed. I wish it wasn't necessarily being displayed, but the American people could see it. But I could tell you this, when this is over and done with, I know which side of the aisle is gonna be laughing. And it's gonna be the side that is unified in taking on the issues that Americans care about. The issues that this side has not only ignored, but has put upon the American people. We used to be energy independent. Seems so long ago. It's two years ago, actually. That's crazy, isn't it? We're going to restore America to energy independence. Especially with the new fission. Yeah, I know, right? That'd be I'm, crazy. I'm pumped. You know how you reduce inflation? You stop devaluing your currency. You stop blowing out the waters by spending $1.7 trillion on an omnibus bill that has how many thousands of earmarks in it? You start taking on crime. You start fighting violence. You start fighting the overgrowth of our budget and restore our economy. You start incentivizing jobs. You recognize that the American middle class Dust, is being squeezed. Um, go to usdebtclock.org those who are, real quick. Uh, with more difficult economic circumstances are being squeezed by an economy that is, has this inflation. Bring that up that on the big screen. That attacks energy. 
you bring your border back under control. And this side is going to bring that border security under control. Put it on the big screen. We recognize it's a crisis. It's a crisis when in 2020. Give me, give me the uh, floor on the. The Yuma bottom. sector. This is what it's about. 9,000 U.S. national debt. Not for five Thirty-one trillion dollars for an entire fiscal year. What does that mean for under this administration a with these policies? What does that mean that for a family? Is about a five. That is real money right there. That is real money that you, you are on the hook like for. If you're a you citizen, and not every citizen pays money, but that's it's your kid, $94,000. You got a kid that was born today, $94,000 on top of them. If you are a taxpayer like myself, I am, un, I am indebted a quarter of a million dollars. That doesn't even seem possible. That's what $31.4 trillion is. And that's that's the direction. How are we going to fix that? How are we going to fix that? If we just go with the status quo, how are we going to fix that? Go bring the house floor back up. McCarthy's finally doing some work there. The example and the mentor for millions who need hope. Here is a man that has worked his way, has worked his way up. He is not a novice. He has the experience, he has the chops to be the speaker. He is a man, he has a lovely family, and they are politically engaged. They know what's going on. He has worked in Florida politics. He's worked in the legislature. He has respect. He has the quiet confidence that a leader needs. I look around this body today and I know it's hard for you to believe. I know it's hard for me to believe sometimes when I'm here and I have the great honor and privilege of serving with you. But you represent the cross-section of America, the great American experiment. The experience like that you bring, the knowledge there. that you bring is unique. The road to recovery is through this body. I believe if you want to make change, you have to make change. Maintaining status quo is not an option today. I believe we've reached an existential crisis in this country. I look across and I see the left has captured virtually every institution. It is time that we reassert ourselves and put America back on the road to recovery. And the person who I think is most capable <coughs> and will do the most credible job to lead us back that way is my friend from Florida, the Honorable Byron Donalds, whom I am pleased and proud to nominate as the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. The reading clerk will call the roll. All right, so we're going to end here, and you can go to C-SPAN to watch the rest. Uh, I don't see any reason that anything's going to change on this vote, and so eventually they'll do this vote. They'll probably do another vote. Nothing's going to change unless McCarthy – McCarthy, if he's making deals on the fly, it's not going to be embedded in this vote most likely. Um, so essentially um, 
you're probably not going to see a speaker of the house today they're going to have to adjourn the adjournment's going to be a story if they adjourn till the night they'll probably pass if they adjourn till tomorrow morning might pass if they adjourn beyond that or if they adjourn till tomorrow and they come back and they want to adjourn till saturday it might not pass we might go until next week and that's okay because mind you when congress isn't meeting we're saving lots of money and we're protecting liberty so and that means the biden agenda can't happen right because that's the other thing that's at stake is even if the republicans in control of congress they'll probably usher in some of the biden agenda right Senate's controlled by Democrats. Anyhow, thank you very much for tuning in this week's, uh, or sorry, this this truth hurts. I don't know if we're going to be back tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see, we'll play it by ear. Three days in a row, that was uh, that was new for us, and uh, I don't know how we would have sat on the sidelines in this interesting story. There's plenty to talk about in Minnesota legislature as well. We'll get into all that in the next time we uh, do the truth hurts. Thank you very much for tuning in. I want you to go to our Twitter. It's going to be down here. It's action underscore liberty and follow us on twitter so we'll see you next time thank you very much for tuning in